Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Hello and welcome to your Utah. This is Taylor Powers, Ethan Millard, bringing you all things from the Wasatch Front. And today, we're going to talk about something that we've talked about in the past, which is ghost towns. Yes. All about ghost towns. And Ethan found another one, and it's called Ofer, and it's out near Tooele. But before we get to that, uh, I'm going to bring up some events that are going on this weekend, August 25th, 26th, and 27th. Uh, and it's all about art and museums. You know, museum uh, museums host the best special events. Have you noticed that? Yeah. No, they do. They, they go are, all out. Oh, my gosh. They're always so creative. And it's always this great mix of elegance and subject matter. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you always know that the museum special events are just going to be awesome. And family friendly. Yeah. At least here in Utah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. For uh, sure. So the two that we have going on this weekend, one is a uh, an event that we've been waiting for for a very long time, and that is the U- Utah Museum of Fine Art reopening party. Yeah. It, you, if you haven't been to the Museum of Fine Art yet, it is great. Yeah, yeah. We've been there a couple of times. They have uh, They have a program, a children's art program. And every few Saturdays, they have a little family art class. You go and do a project. That's right. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. This is a great museum. And so they've been uh, – th- their main gallery has been closed since January of 2016, I believe, doing uh, renovations yeah. and whatnot. So they're reopening to the public. It's totally free Saturday and Sunday. Uh, and then they're – well, yeah, Friday they're going to have a members-only um, pre-party. I should join just yeah. so that I can go. <laughs> yeah, go to that. Um, but they're going to have tons of events and workshops, behind-the-scenes gallery tours. Um, and then Saturday evening, uh, which I saw this event, this is what brought my attention to the entire event, is the uh, film screening of The Legacy of Frida Kahlo. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So that's Saturday night at 5 p.m. That's very interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, another cool thing about the Museum of Fine Art is that it is just donation only. So when you go in, they'll let you in. They have a little place yeah. where you can make a donation, but they don't hassle you. I've gone in there. I've slipped in there before on my lunch hour and just, you know, went right in. and Yeah, just take a, take a gander. And check you it know, out. You know, if you yeah. got some cash, throw it in. Throw it in if you do. And uh, they've also got a cool little gift shop. And among the items for sale is some original art by local artists. Oh, good. And that was cool to see. And so I, I saw a couple of things and I thought to myself, oh, you know what? I need to, when I've got a little bit extra cash, I need to come back here and do this because yeah. you know, they were priced in the range of $60, $70, which is, I think, something that most of us could afford even with just a little bit of planning and some really beautiful, unique, original artwork. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're supporting a local artist. That's right. And I'm not talking about prints. I'm talking about, you know, original paintings. Yeah. yeah. 
Very cool stuff. That is cool. So definitely check it out. Mm -hmm. Um, In addition to that, Sunday morning at 10 a.m., they're going to have a free yoga session in the Great Hall. Uh, And then, you know, go on to uh, umfa.utah.edu, and you can see the whole lineup of events going on for the weekend and see what what works for you and your family. Awesome. Uh, The other event is the Flight Family Festival. So if you know, the Leonardo has been having the flight, uh, the whole gallery of, of flight going yeah, on. Yeah, they actually have an airplane in the Leonardo Museum. Yeah, everything about planes, the history, and tons of you know workshops and hands-on events surrounding airplanes. Uh, so they're going to be having a huge festival Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Friday is the 21 and over Leonardo after dark, but it's it's still themed with this, and they're going right. to have a um, – it's called the Red Eye, this theme. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, they're going to have tons of things going on, kind of similar to what uh, the Fine Art Museum is going to be doing, um, just targeted towards airplanes and flight, but hands-on activities for families, kids, workshops, films, um, they're going to have tons of outdoor events and indoor events, so you can go That's check cool. out, you know, drones and 3D printing. Well, and you know the Leonardo Museum, it's the new museum, mm-hmm. but it's already established itself as yeah, yeah. it's already a legendary museum. And for those very things you described, the hands-on stuff, oh, you yeah. get in there, you do some awesome things. But I do have a correction to make. What's that? As we were talking about Museum of Fine Art, in mm-hmm. my mind I was thinking of the Museum of Contemporary Art. Oh, okay. So I actually don't know that the Museum of Fine Art does those family art classes. That's, that's the right. Contemporary yeah, that's the art. contemporary art. So I apologize for that. I'm very, very embarrassed. <laughs> and I'm ready to move on to the next, break, move on to the next <laughs> okay, segment. No Since I blew it. Uh, forgive, Ethan. <laughs> yeah, please forgive me. And don't take it out on the Museum of Fine Art because they are definitely, definitely worth your time. Hold on, I gotta let me see. I can't even press the right button now. I think I'm all flustered. Here we go. All right, when we come back, my trip to Ofer, which is a ghost town, but it's also not a ghost town. I'll explain when we come back. I'm ready. I'm ready now. He's back on track. I'm back on track. <laughs> the information about, about, I'm about to deliver is reasonably factual. So I think we're going to be fine. All right. You know, Taylor, that I love to drag my kids out off on these day and weekend trips. And we're always going out to check out something new. Oh, yeah. And your kids are, you know, telling you that they want to do it every time they, yeah, that's you know, right. open and, up to any of these things. And I've got a son who's... After watching the Mysteries of the Abandoned show yeah, on TV, exactly. he started wanting to see abandoned things. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, here in Utah, we have our share of abandoned things. Thanks to this mining industry, which was so big across the whole state for so long, and then it just folded. Yeah. And so we've got lots of really cool abandoned stuff across the state. So we've been checking it out. And one of them is the town called Ofer. Now, I said as we went to break that Ofer is a ghost town, and it's also not a ghost town. Ofer was never a very large town. It maxed out at like 500-something people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just uh, they were disenfranchised as a town completely. Okay. So the town of Utah, uh, the town of Ofer, Ofer Utah, 
completely and totally shut down. And so there is no town of Ophir anymore, like officially. Mm -hmm. The the place is full of old mines, old buildings, old mining equipment laying around, old relics. But there are still families that live up there. Okay. Uh, There are families that still live up there. And there are also people who, uh, a few people who have built kind of second home cabins up there in that area. So what you're going to see when you go to Ophir is you're going to see some really cool old Western mining things, but you're not going to be totally alone. Mm -hmm. There are still going to be people up there. So hopefully that deters most of the vandals and the thieves because one of the problems that we have in ghost towns is people go out there and then they rob the place. Yeah. 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 They take things that are supposed to be, you know. Well, you know, history for to go and see it. And it may be true. It may be true that that old relic out there might sit there for another hundred years. No one's going to claim it. That Mm -hmm. might be true. But the one thing you can be sure of is that it's not yours. Right. You know? Yeah. And And if you take it, then no one else is going to get to see it and experience the, you know, the coolness of the town. You've effectively stolen. Yeah. And just because no one's going to come knock on your door asking for their stuff back and just because no police report is going to be filed doesn't mean that it's not theft. It still is theft. Of course. And uh, so there's a lot of cool stuff up there. And and hopefully, you know, most of the thieves and the the vandals are are deterred from stealing stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because there are people up there. Let me tell you how to get there. It's actually not far. It's not far from here at all. Uh, as the crow flies, it's quite close. Mm-hmm. The problem is is that it's over in the Tooele Valley, and so you kind of have to go around the Ochre Mountains. But it's actually – but the town of Ophir is pretty much straight south, southwest, southwest of the copper mine. So it's in that same stretch of mountains as the copper mine. And it's just a little bit south of Tooele. So you can go, depending on where you are in Salt Lake, if you're in the north end of the Salt Lake Valley, you'll want to take I-80 out to Tooele and then continue south from Tooele. And the, the sign to Ophir is clearly marked. If you're kind of more towards the south end of the Salt Lake Valley or if you're in Utah County, then you'll want to drive in through Eagle Mountain. And that'll take you through Cedar Fort and around, same thing, just follow that road around towards Tooele. And the road to Ophir is clearly marked. The neat thing about Ophir is that it's in a very little narrow canyon. And the canyon is lined with these very beautiful gray and black rocks and cliffs. And there are a few people that have yards that run all the way up to those black cliff rocks. So you can imagine that beautiful green grass all the way up to that black rock cliff face. It's really striking in a couple of places. Oh, I bet. Beautiful little canyon. Very, very neat. Definitely go check it out. And just drive through and enjoy. Get a few photos. You know, there are no services. Yeah, yeah, I bet. Uh, but, yeah. But, yeah, I just pulled it up on Google. And you can see, like, the map view that, is circ- that outlines the perimeters of the town. And it's just this narrow little strip. Yeah, long little right narrow Right along strip. the road. I mean, the I, I bet it – I bet – the canyon, I'm not joking, is just a couple of hundred feet wide. Yeah, yeah. And maybe, maybe at its most, yeah, maybe 500 feet wide, at, kind of at its widest. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think. I'm, I'm sure someone listening who actually goes there, or maybe has a house there, would would dispute this. But <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm remembering it as really surprisingly narrow, and but some beautiful, beautiful little spots, beautiful little spots. 
Well, there you have it. And that's spelled O-P-H-I-R. O-P-H-I-R. O for Utah. If you put it into Google Maps, it'll take you straight there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Pulls it right up. And the road is paved all the way in, of course. Uh, and then uh, you can actually also, if you if you care to take a drive, you don't mind the dirt roads, you can actually drive beyond Ophir and up into their, uh, you can follow a few of the old mining roads up through the Ochre Mountains. So there are, uh, Tooele County publishes online maps of trails and roads, scenic roads that you can follow. So yeah, that might be something to check out, at, you know, the, uh, the Tooele County uh what they've published online uh, cool. on those roads. So, yeah, it's definitely awesome. Make a weekend of it. Oh, yeah. It, you know, seeing that stuff, it really just it, it's cool because it just brings history alive. Oh, yeah. You, know, you, yeah, you get of, to see all the the old yeah. establishments, even all the old signs are still up. I was looking through pictures. <laughs> you, you <laughs> I can, can see. see yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's, it's neat, too, because you can kind of squint and see how it was yeah. 100 years ago. Imagine the people strolling through town on horse yeah. and carriage. Yeah, it's yeah. very neat. Very cool. All right, well, those are our activities for this week. We hope that you take advantage of them. Thank you so much for listening, and get out there and enjoy your Utah. <laughs>